This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer, critic, and Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we got to talk about this really cool Harvest Festival that's coming to Milwaukee Public Market. We got uh, news about the new German restaurant, uh, Worst Bar, that uh, just opened, and uh, Anne's review of Birch and more. But we're going to kick it off, Anne, with uh, uh, Milwaukee Magazine's uh, mention about the Milwaukee Public Market hosting a Harvest Festival. What's all that? What's that about? That is a festival uh, that is coming up on October 23rd. It's from 11 to 3. It's going to take place at the Riverwalk Commons, which is located across the street Mm. from the market. Some of the activities uh, that they're going to offer are um, sampling of Lakefront Brewery's pumpkin ale. That's for people 21 and over. Um, They're going to be tapping this beer from the market's giant pumpkin. That's kind of interesting, Tariq. Uh, and they're going to have activities, other activities such as apple cider pressing. You can carve your own pumpkin. There's going to be live music, pumpkin bowling, um, and a scavenger hunt along the Milwaukee River. Um, and if you're looking for something to eat, there are going to be a bunch of food trucks there that in- includes meat on the street, one of my favorites. Um, Press waffles, lush popcorn, and Pedro's are all going to be there. Um, and some of the, uh, so also the public market businesses, Margarita Paradise and Brew City Brand is also going to participate by serving up some fall inspired food and drinks. So, uh, so it sounds like a really fun event. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation with Anne's review of Birch. Brady Street's new German restaurant, Worst Bar, which just recently opened, and more. It's our fall membership drive, and we need your help to keep sharing all the music and stories you enjoy. Join at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate, and you'll be powering your favorite playlist for months to come. We're back on This Bites with Anne of Milwaukee Magazine and myself, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. We're going to get back into it. Anne, uh, Milwaukee's uh, just got a new German restaurant called Worst Bar. But not doesn't sound that bad, does it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a clever name. Obviously, it refers to um, worst, meaning sausages. Um, but... Uh, Maybe it'll be the best bar. I don't know. But their sausages are going to be coming. It's a restaurant whose sausages are coming from Usinger's and Bunzel's Meat Market. So it should be pretty good, um, hopefully. Uh, so this restaurant is located at 1239 East Brady Street. And it just oh, they just had their grand opening uh, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. And um, the food menu is, is a mix of traditional German and modern street food. So, um, so in addition to some of the, the traditional German sausages, they're going to have spetzel and German potato salad. And their street food options include donor kebabs, schnitzel tenders, and currywurst. Um, 
Menu's going to be available uh, from open until midnight daily. And uh, they might expand the hours if they find that they have a late night crowd. And after the first or in the first few weekends, they're going to roll out a limited brunch program and some food specials on certain nights of the week. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, we're in a city that has a lot of German heritage, but we don't have a lot of German food here right now. It's just like, you know, we've had a conversation about this is because just a new generation is not really into German food. Yeah. Younger kids want, you know, they like the Thai, they like the pho, they want the Koreans, they want a whole, there's a whole new uh, cuisines that people are getting uh, getting to know. And I think it's a younger generation is moving away from old Europe, you know, like, where's a, where, like, what's the French restaurant here? There's, is there a French restaurant in, in, in city Milwaukee now? Lake Park Bistro. Oh, Lake Park Bistro. So that's the only French restaurant, right? Well, in the city, yeah. There's well, there's a French cafe in Shorewood called North Shore Boulangerie, and there's a fresh French restaurant in Wauwatosa called Le Rev. But it feels like the old European style of restaurants, you know. Yeah, there's not about, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, the kids, the kids don't want that no more, right? Well, that's <laughs> it's too bad. Right? It's too bad. But well, whatever. It's like international because it's like before you didn't get exposed, you know. 20, 30 years, you didn't hear about Filipino cuisine. You didn't hear really much. Sushi was barely new like 30, 40 years ago, right? That's uh, true. In, in the States. So now there's there's a whole world of cuisines, African cuisines and, you know, uh, South African, South American cuisines. And I think, you know, people want to try different things now. And thanks to like channels like Food Network and Anthem Day and Travel in the World, get to see these different places. People are more curious about those cuisines. And I think it's, 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 it might be a tough sell for the younger generation. The older generation might love worse bar, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I like German sausages. I like German I do beer. too. Yeah, I do too. So, who knows? Next, and you did a, a review of Birch, formerly known yeah. as Birch and Butcher. So what's the details Correct. about the new Birch? Uh, so Birch and Butcher um, actually has... Um, added a couple of new owners to their, um, to, to their ownership group. One of them is um, a guy by the name of Ky- Kyle Nall. He's a chef from Birmingham, Alabama. He's worked in the New York um, kitchen of Gramercy Tavern. And um, Ben Christensen, who's the owner of Waterford Wines, they're now partners in this business. So they changed the name of the of the restaurant to Birch, it's still focused on hearth based cooking. There's a very large hearth in the kitchen. The food is really dependent upon what's seasonal, what's happening right now in terms of the harvest. So when I was going there this summer, there were so many beautiful plates that just incorporated all these fresh vegetables and herbs. So many fresh flavors. And yes, um, the meats and very other various dishes depend were dependent upon you know whatever they were cooking on the hearth. So they also had this had this incredible grilled onion focaccia that was just amazing. So and it was served with these blistered snow peas and fresh ricotta cheese. You just kind of dip that luscious kind of 
beautifully oily and crisp focaccia into that. Um, I just was really, you know, transfixed by this restaurant and I'm pretty excited about it because it's, it's a place that I think um, uh, is really interesting. And I think it's going to be changing all the time because of the seasonal nature of that menu. So what, uh, did you have any favorite dishes? Um, yeah, I mean, and these are things that I'm just not sure if they're going to be available or how long they're going to be available. But like, for instance, one that's changing over the course of the season because of ingredients, it's called chicken under a brick. And it's, um, it's just like a pressed, almost like a, um, a butterfly chicken. Spatchcock. Like a spatchcock. Exactly. And this chicken was just so juicy and tender. Um, right now they're serving it with autumn squash, Brussels sprouts and pickled peppers. But um, it's, it's one of the dishes that I think you'll probably see in different um, incarnations over the, the course of time. But uh, that's, that was one of my favorite dishes for sure. Sweets. If you can check out the uh, full review of uh, Birch over at MilwaukeeMagazine.com, we'll post links at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Over on, on Milwaukee, uh, there's a new kind of Mediterranean cuisine with a focus on seafood and steak coming to Wauwatosa to the uh, Mayfair Collection in a space that was formerly occupied by Cafe Grace at 11200 West Burleigh Street. Uh, selections will include... Uh, aforementioned halibut, salmon, uh, red snapper, Adriatic branzino. I love branzino. Such a good fish. Diplomat, I don't know if Diplomat does it, but before the pandemic, they had a great uh, um, branzino on the menu. Um, They also have some shellfish, lobster, crab legs will also be available, freshly shucked oysters. Um, Of course, they always have steak. And then, of course, any place that has seafood in Wisconsin is going to have a Wisconsin-style fish fry as well which is battered cod and all the accoutrements accoutrements available. So that's the uh, Adriatic Fresh Seafood and Steak is the name of that place. Again, 11200 West Burleigh Street. And finally, uh, New York Times released this uh, Top 50 Restaurants in America. So I'm assuming it's got a lot of hits. Uh, unfortunately, of those 50 restaurants, none were... Uh, uh, from Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a couple in Chicago, uh, Kasama and uh, Mi Tokaya Anto Area, which is a, uh, looks like a fantastic Mexican restaurant. Definitely want to try. Minneapolis had a couple, including the uh, restaurant from the Sioux Chef, the kind of Native American called Awami. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one in Dearborn, Michigan, Al Tayeb Restaurant, Dearborn, Michigan. Dearborn has uh, have a heavily uh, a Muslim population in Dearborn. I spent time in Detroit and I got to learn a lot about Dearborn when I was there. Um, some barbecue places in Texas. So Birdie's uh, Blood Brothers Barbecue. It's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really cool layout in New York Times. It's kind of like a restaurant kind of bucket list I definitely want to try. Definitely want to try some of the Midwest. It wins easy to. St. Louis, there's a Little Fox. The name of a restaurant called Little Fox. And Little Fox is... It's interesting how they do this website. It's uh, Italian, Italianish dishes, I guess, is the kind of a place. Really lovely photos they got here. Um, worth yeah, checking out. No, I was just going to say I really like the way this, the way it actually plays out on their website. Um, it's it's pretty 
it's pretty interesting. There's some movement in it. And so there's some of the, it's almost like video in a way yeah. with some of them. Um, it's in beautiful, as you mentioned, beautiful photography. Yeah. Philadelphia has a pizza place on here, down North pizza. So, uh, oh, there's a cool place called the anchovy bar in San Francisco. Like I'm kind of curious. I'm like, yeah. what's, what's that all about? Well, it's really an anchovy bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a handful of fresh gleaming anchovies caught, gutted, and brined early in the day. Um, so, so it is an anchovy bar. They actually have uh, other seafood items, but uh, that sounds like a cool place to try. Yeah. So if if you could choose a Wisconsin restaurant to be part of the list, which one would you pick? Oh. Mm, that is so tough. You know, I always, you know, I always love what Sanford is doing. I think it's, I mean, obviously it's not a new restaurant, but um, I think um, Justin over there is just endlessly, endlessly creative. Um, you know, and I'm going Milwaukee here. Um, you know, the folks at, at Good Kind and Out and Odd Duck are always doing interesting things as well. Yeah, I, I, those are the ones that immediately come to mind. I love what Dane is doing at Diplomat as well. What What about you? I don't know. Maybe Don Lucio or Chezwan. Okay. Yeah, I would pick that, those two. One of those two. Yeah, I can I think, see that. I think those are really good ideas. I think the story I mean, of Don Lucio and just serving like, what, four days a week or something like that. And the carnitas is just so The dope. carnitas are yeah, amazing. You know, so definitely I'll put Don Lucio on that list. That does it for this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBytes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep that malord cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too.